The Ram Dama's Kingdom by Robert P. Fitton. Episode 19, Complete Annihilation. The Thions brought their human friends to the time travel complex early the next morning. They traveled under a very low, white ceiling for close to half a mile. The entire area was part of a massive circular rim that was visible as far as the eye could see. The ceiling ended abruptly at the edge of a tremendous glass circle where they had first arrived. Long, thin, white walkways traversed an incalculable drop and joined to a distant pedestal in the center, an awesome and quite frightening perspective. McGee gazed over the edge of the walkway. The white edges of this colossal cylinder spiraled downward without end. Ahead he could see the Thion timeship. Actually it was very small. An upper solid blue dome capped a rounded darker area. Looks like one of our field hats, McGee, smiled Darker. Our hats were never as comfortable as this hat's going to be, Darker. We're going back to Earth. You've never been this happy, McGee. She smiled, holding his arm. At least not as long as I have known you. Why not? He grinned. The Ram Dama will finally be caught. History will be brought back to where it should be. And you and I will start a new life on Earth. I just can't believe it. I'm looking forward to seeing all the things you have told me about, said Aaron from behind. I'll second that, smiled the doctor as he turned to the Thion. That ship is on a pedestal. But underneath is a cylinder. A shaft, Doctor. It extends into a magnetic field far in excess of several light years. Now that is out of order, said the astounded Raymond as he looked at Savard. It can't be in this dimensional plane, obviously, Savard theorized. Now the energy to sustain this outward push and lock the ship on its course is staggering. This ship may be thought of as a magnet. A magnet is directed by the energy in this complex. We simply retract the ship once we received an activation signal at the other end. And what about the Ram Dama when he left Portrero Grande? He did not have the advantage of retraction. You mean he only had one chance? asked McGee. Yes, without the hold on the ship, the retraction is useless and the ship itself would be threatened, said the Thion as he led them under the time ship. They climbed into a red square and were lifted to the interior of the ship. Four seats had been set up behind a control chair. Up in the front of the ship was a long slit of a window spanning the base of the dome. Below, a white tube was embedded within a black cylinder. In the center was a green dot with the year 1982 printed in red letters above. Each side of the gauge also had a date, 1877 on the left and 2050 on the right. This sphere, said the Thion, pointing to a silver ball at the base of the console is a manual control. It is used only for emergency purposes. By moving it to the left, you can see a green dot forming in the solid line past the individual years. Oh, we can bring it far to the right. Why is 1982 in the center? Asked McGee as he made himself at home in the control chair. Thought we were going back to 2029. 1982 is the focal point of our surge across the continuum. It was the first year the Ram Dama came into public view. It is the true founding of his church. He meditated in a small villa, built prior to the palace at Potrero Grande. That is your destination. He will be alone and easily subdued if you all work together. He reached out and pushed a button. 
A blue digital readout appeared above the cylinder in a tiny box at the bottom of the window. It lighted to the year 1982.5734902. What is our leeway time? asked Savard. Third predicator meditated for eight months beginning in May of that year. After that, it will be very difficult. He brought his followers to that area. What is this? asked McGee. He had his hands around the handle of a black rod. That, said the Thion, taking McGee's hand away, is the initiating system. It is pushed down to the top of the floor panel and turned, as you say, clockwise. It locks in all ship's systems to the power beam. Then what happens? asked Daka. Off you go smiled the ion. The complex is filled with energy and the time ship gains dimensional velocity toward the continuum. The power is beyond all comprehension. In fact, the whole complex is raised to a temperature of 5,000 degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> Not in here, I hope, joked McGee. The Thion smiled again, appreciating his sense of humor. No, it will be a mere 72 degrees in here. Now we have aligned all power systems for test runs. Everything will be exactly the same as when you leave. You just won't be able to lock in the systems. So you may push the lock, McGee. I just wanted to leave an impression of its power in your mind. Each of you will run through as many simulations as you need. Who would like to go first? I think that someone has already been decided, smiled Aaron as he looked down at McGee in the control seat. Oh, if you want to, Aaron. Go ahead, McGee, said Savard. We'll let you be the first guinea pig. Thanks a lot, Doctor. Then it will be McGee for the first run, asked the Thion. Can Daka stay up here with me, he asked. We would really like this to be an individual effort with no distractions. Okay, okay, he said, pretending to pout. I'll see you all in a few minutes and then, he said as he looked up at her. You be sure and learn this, she whispered in his ear as she kissed his cheek. I'm looking forward to going back with you to your Earth. I have big plans for us. He said softly as he kissed her quickly. And I have plans for you, too. What is this, a major production? Asked Savard. All right, all right, said Docker as she squeezed McGee's hand and then joined them. Good luck, McGee, said Aaron as he helped Docker out of the back to another red square. The Thion closed his eyes and they all disappeared below the ship. The door closed tightly. McGee could hear their conversation as they moved away from the time ship and onto the walkway. He stared at the first time gauge as they moved into the distance, 1982, 20 years before he was born. He wondered if he could restrain himself when he saw the Ram Dhamma. The church leader would not recognize any of them at such a time. They would bring him back and then be free. But the spending of space, said Savad to the Thion, as the craft accelerates, does it affect the direction? Yes, the ship will compensate for it completely. This is the third predicator of Eucrasia echoed the voice they had learned to fear. I thought you said he couldn't find us, cried Aaron. He does not know we are here, said the Thion, closing his eyes. He is only guessing. McGee was standing in the ship. He ran back to the red square door at the bottom of the ship. Without the Thion, he was trapped within the time ship. I know within my soul that you are all here. I have moved my ships to a suitable distance. My weapons batteries are trained on the asteroid. You know what that means. You have exactly two minutes left to live. I will blast that asteroid of yours into space dust. Do something, shouted Savard. Get us out of here. 
McGee! McGee is back in the ship! shouted Daka. She looked back across the walkway. Then she started to run, but Aaron held her arm. Then the large man turned to the Thion. You have powers? Get us out of here! McGee included! The Thion closed his eyes as he spoke. The time-charging systems have been locked in. What, are you mad? shouted Raymond, holding the smaller being's shoulders. We can't make it out of here. We'll be incinerated, said Daka. You have to get us out of here, screamed Savard. Not with the systems charging. We cannot transport out of here. We must all die. You have to get them out of here with me, now, cried McGee as he leaned against the window slit. Now! This is the third predicator. I have been informed of the magnetic fields within this area. You have 58 seconds to live. McGee could see them running for their lives back to the edge of the outer wall. The Thion, however, had stayed behind. Daka, her face terror-stricken, kept looking back as she ran with Aaron ahead of Savad and Raymond. You will not challenge me. I know you can hear me. I am on all possible frequencies and I will not be defeated. The Eucrasian people will triumph. We will rule the universe. I am the third predicator of Eucrasia. I am invincible. No, cried McGee, his arms raised to the top of the ship. Daka, Daka, you can't die. No, no. Andy's image, dead on the rocks, filled his thoughts. And there was Daka fleeing for her life just ahead of him. He closed his eyes as the Thions came over the speaker. All of our systems are fully charged, McGee. You must not worry about us or your friends. You have to push the lock down to the floor and turn it to the right. I can't. It'll kill them all. Do you hear me? It will kill them. It will kill her. Daka. Daka. 30 seconds. Uh, why you can, McGee? She took a deep breath and gained her composure as she held her brother. Unlike the courtyard vaporizing cylinder, there would be no second chance at life. McGee, listen to me. You have to leave. There's nothing you can do to stop this. Leave while you can. Fifteen seconds, said the Ramdama confidently. He must be bluffing, cried McGee. He's a liar. Push the lock, McGee! Push the lock! Said the Thions. McGee was frantic, his hand shaking above the handle as he shook his head and grasped it tightly. Push it down, McGee! For the sake of humanity! For the sake of the natural order! Lock the ship before it's too late! Damn him! Damn him! He screamed hysterically. We will never have this chance again! The Thions warned him one last time as five brilliant bursts of red and yellow energy bolts moved out of the Eucrasian's ship. McGee pushed the lock to the floor and then turned it in one swift motion. He saw the whole inside of the complex become white hot, vaporizing his friends and Daka in front of his eyes in a deafening explosion. The Ramdama watched the beams crash into the asteroid. The massive rock glowed brightly for about five seconds and then faded from view. A collection of minute dust particles scattered throughout the fringes of the solar system. I have beaten the humans. The Thions are dead. I am invincible. Join us again next week for another adventurous episode of the Ramdama's Kingdom. 
Produced by Fitton Theater of the Words.